0: Hello, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. What's up, you guys? I hope you're all having a beautiful day, beautiful evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope it's been a good time to you. What's up, guys? I am excited for this episode because this has been coming for a while, but it's just been like a matter of time because it has to do with a book that I was reading and... I wasn't really sure how to go about this episode, but I'm going to end up making probably quite a few episodes on this book. So, this is the first of many. I literally only talk about the first chapter in this book, and I'm really excited because I started this book a while ago, and it's just really, it's really opened my eyes in a lot of different ways. So... Before you're like, "Uh, oh, no, I'm not listening to a a podcast about a book." Like, trust me, it's trust me. It it'll get it you'll you'll see why. You'll see why. I've never done any type of book review or anything like that, but I'm excited for this one. So, this is going to be a series. This is part 1. I'm not sure how many parts this will be. Probably quite a few, but we're going to see what happens. Before we do dive into the main topic of today I want to share one thing that I learned so if you're new here hi I'm Chloe I'm 19 years old I'm a spin instructor I'm a bar instructor I'm a NASM certified personal trainer I'm in the DMV area and I also have a podcast and I you know I love what I do I am figuring it out in this world and uh yeah I really like to share my experiences on here to see if it can help literally at least one person like because that's That's why I do it. If I'm able to help anybody in any type of way, then what I'm doing is worth it. It means something. So what I like to promote on this podcast, what I really like to emphasize is the importance of mindfulness and being present and being aware of what's going on around you. Because when you aren't paying attention to what's going on around you, if you're kind of, you know... In your own head, if you're thinking about the past or you're thinking about the future or whatever, you're not in the present. You can't be in all place. You can't be in more than one place at once. So if you're sitting there and you're so focused on the past, you can't be present. It's just simply not possible. You can't enjoy the present if you're focusing on what's already happened same goes for if you're thinking about what is going to happen and i always say to my spin classes try to not focus on what has happened or what is going to happen just enjoy the moment that we are in because if you think about it all we're guaranteed is the present moment all we have all that is for certain is the moment that we're in right here right now and yes we can plan and we can expect and we can intend for things but Nothing is going to go exactly how we plan. Nothing is going to go exactly how we want because sometimes what we want isn't what we need, right? So just always keep that in mind. Try to be more present in your day-to-day life. And when you do that, you're going to find so many things that you learn that you wouldn't have learned if you weren't paying attention to what is going on around you. If you were just living in the past or in the future and not in the present, you're not going to learn anything. So when you're paying attention when you're being present when you're being aware you every single day even though it might seem like a stretch sometimes even though the thing that you learn could be quote unquote irrelevant to you it could be relevant later on in life and you you know retain the information and you're like oh i i I know this and you wouldn't have known it otherwise if you didn't experience it later like earlier in your life so what I'm saying is that you learn something new every day, whether you realize it or not, whether you value what you learn or not, you learn something new every day. So what I learned today, I like to share one thing is technically not why I haven't learned it yet because I haven't experienced it yet. I'm going to after this though. I one of my like past coworkers, Jordan, she so she lives like right outside of DC in Arlington, and I'm in more in the Frederick, Maryland area. So we're a little bit more north of her. And she would drive like almost an hour to come and teach at our studio that I work at, that I teach at. And this was like right when COVID hit. We were doing a lot of online and live classes, like on demand, you know, platform fitness classes type stuff and then she continued to teach in person when we opened back up and then slowly you know things just kind of stopped working out i mean it's a far drive to just come teach a swing class and uh, she hasn't been to our studio in a while so i haven't seen her in a while but she is actually a soul cycle instructor and i'm so proud of her i'm so excited for her but she is teaching her very first soul class today and i've been to soul cycle once in my life and it was right before the pandemic so I am about to learn, and I kind of have been learning along the way, because I've been, you know, asking some questions that are probably pretty dumb, but, you know, I just don't know. I am gonna go today and take her class, but the thing is, it's outside, it's gonna be at Union Market, it's outside, and they have headphones, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys have seen anything, I don't know who's into spin or not, but they basically have the playlist like playing but it's in everybody like everyone has these headphones they're like big headphones that kind of look like you know beats headphones or something like that and you put them on and the instructor's still teaching like you can still hear their voice in the headphones it's kind of cool but everybody has like their own volume that they can set you know like everyone has their own little sound thing that they're doing So it's all matched up, obviously, because everybody's got to be on the beat and everything like at the same time. So it's all like in sync, but I just haven't used those types of headphones. I haven't taken a class outside. I haven't done anything like that. So I'm just excited to experience this and... I've been looking forward to this day for a bit now um, because we've known about the class for a while. And yeah, I'm just really excited and I'm excited to see my friend uh, and I'm excited to, you know, probably meet some cool people down there. So I'm excited. It'll be a good day. But yeah, so technically haven't like learned it yet, but I, I w- we'll get there, okay? It's coming. By the time this is up, I will have learned it. So I thought it was appropriate anyway. Let's talk about how to stop caring. That's what I titled this episode. So, let's let's switch gears and talk about this book, because I freaking love this book. Biggest reason I love this book is because it has the F word on it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but maybe. So, this book is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and this is by Mark Manson. And... On the cover, it says this is a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. And once I read this, I definitely agree that it is a counterintuitive approach <laughs> to trying to live a good life. So his first chapter, this is the only one I really want to dive into today. Each chapter has some really good points and like a different message and, you know, a different story. And he kind of goes throughout the book in a way where he'll kind of give like a story or an example first and then he kind of elaborates on it more I guess I don't know you'll have you'll I'm serious I love this book I'm not a huge self-help book type person I don't like the cliches I don't like the cheesiness that can come with some of them I don't like the repetitive you know cliches that are you know repeated I just I don't love those types of books but this one is seriously different and it says there's over three million copies sold and it's a new york times bestseller so i think that should be just a telltale right there that this is a pretty good book so this first chapter is called don't try and he talks about how success well first he starts off with telling a story about this author And how he started out as, you know, like a really shitty person. And he, you know, didn't take care of himself. He was kind of a loser. And he worked some dead-end job. And he ended up, you know, like making... Like he got recognized somehow. And someone wanted to publish one of his pieces or his books. I can't really remember. And he ended up becoming a very widely known author. And he became a very successful author. But he continued to show up, you know, under influences or under just not taking care of himself. Like he didn't change; he was still quote unquote that loser that he was before when he was working that dead end job. Okay, before he sold all these books and these, you know, pieces and all, made all this money and have all has all this success and fame and fortune and the reason he opens up with this story uh the reason that manson does in this book is because he makes the point that success stems from the fact that he this guy knew he was a quote-unquote loser he accepted it and then he wrote honestly about it so he didn't try to pretend to be someone he's not okay just because he got famous he didn't start showing up acting like you know he was all that like he was still doing everything he was doing he just was recognized for it and this is extremely powerful when you are able to be completely honest with yourself especially when it's about the worst parts of yourself the worst traits the worst side of you when you are able to be completely honest with yourself about this stuff and share these without hesitation and share these without doubt that is powerful that is that that is something that no one no one can hand to you no one can sell no one can teach you. You just have to learn it on your own. You have to go through that by yourself. When you're able to share your failures, when you're able to share these failings without doubt and hesitation, you have the world at your fingertips because way too many people are not able to do this, let alone recognize their failings and admit to it just to themselves, let alone to the world. So... The point he tried to make with this story was that self-improvement and success, they do fall hand in hand, but they aren't the same thing. Okay, you can see them occur together. Yeah, that does happen, but they're not the same thing. So with today's culture, we, I don't know if you guys think this, but for me at least, I really agree with this. I think that in today's culture, we obsess over very unrealistically positive expectations, right? We're always looking for more. We're always looking to be better. We're always looking to get more money and to make more friends, to get more followers, to eat healthier, to get more muscle, to lose more weight, to look pretty whatever it is we're always looking for more we're always trying to you know we're we're always focusing on these unrealistic expectations right that are the reason they're unrealistic is because they're just so positive it just can't happen so when you're focusing on this when you're focusing on these unrealistic positive expectations you're really focusing on what you lack because this is reminding us of what we perceive our failures to be and then it fixates on it, right? It lasers in, it really focuses on what we lack. And those who are really happy, those whom are truly happy, they don't need to prove this to anybody. The happiest person doesn't need to go around and tell everybody how happy they are because they just are happy. And if you believe it, cool. If you don't, cool. If you care, cool. That Like they don't care if you do, you know, because they know in their heart that they are happy. They are happy and they don't have to prove it to anybody. Same goes for if someone is super famous, like they don't have to go around and tell everybody how famous they are because they are famous. If someone is super rich, they don't have to go around and tell everybody because that doesn't change any fact like they are rich they don't have to prove it to anybody it's just point blank period so from an early age we're taught to give we're taught to give fucks about everything right we're taught to care about everything we go through our struggles and then we go to on social media and this worsens it because everybody out there is so damn happy. Everybody out there is so damn perfect. They're waking up, they're drinking their juices, they're going to work out, they're, you know, enjoying the sunshine because it's a beautiful day and they had to take advantage of it while you're in your room, you're sad, so you go on social media and then you feel worse because you why should you feel bad right now if it's a beautiful day out just like that one lady on her story said oh it's a beautiful day like we have so much to be grateful for and you're sitting there feeling like shit because everybody's happy and then we feel bad about feeling bad sound familiar i know it does to me feeling bad about feeling bad is one of the worst things and it's just this awful feedback loop so this is where that little joke comes in that people like to say, where if they complain about something, people like to follow it up by saying, haha, like first world problems. And we joke about this, right? But we're really victims of our own success. And in the book, Manson said this, and I just was like, that is really freaking true. We are victims of our own success. It doesn't matter how perfect someone's life is. It doesn't matter how quote-unquote easy things are there's always going to be some type of struggle and it just it just depends on the circumstances but like there's always going to be struggle so this whole crisis we're going through is it's not material anymore it's existential it's spiritual there are so many things there are so many opportunities it's hard to know what to care about it's hard to know what to give a fuck about right Because we have all this technology. We have all this information. We have all this. I I don't even know. We we have so much. We have so many resources. But where do you start? When we have all these things and we have all these opportunities, it's hard to know what to care about. On page 9, Manson says, the desire for more positive experiences is itself a negative experience. And paradoxically, the acceptance of one's negative experiences is itself a positive experience. So basically, what he said there was when you want more positive experience, that's that's a negative experience itself. If you're wishing for positivity, that is negative right there but if you are accepting the negative the negativity if you're accepting the negative experiences that is positive that is a positive experience right there and i know it's kind of you know backwards but then again a lot of things are backwards okay it doesn't not everything makes perfect sense not everything is supposed to be easy not everything is supposed to be easily understood So when you're pursuing something, it only really reinforces the fact that you lack it in the first place, right? If you go to pursue, I don't know, like your your music, honestly, all that does is reinforce the fact that you don't, you aren't a well-known artist in the first place, or you don't have good music already in the first place out there you know what I mean like you looking for something means that you don't have it in the first place you don't already see it because why would you be looking for it if you already have it you know what I mean so all this he's really just trying to tell us that struggling makes us stronger right we have to get uncomfortable to get stronger because nothing comes from our comfort zone Nothing comes from things being easy, otherwise everybody would be able to do it, right? If everything was easy, everybody would be just normal, right? On page 11, Manson says, Everything worthwhile in life is won through surmounting the associated, or surmounting, my bad, let me repeat that whole quote before, because I just butchered it. Page 11. Manson said, everything worthwhile in life is won through surmounting the associated negative experience. So, what does this mean? Suffering is inevitable. Right? We know that. So don't run. Suffering is, ine- is inevitable. So don't try to avoid it because it's going to happen. And when you avoid it, that in itself is just going to bring you more suffering. Okay? It's inevitable. When you run from it, you're just going to be faced with more. You're creating more problems for yourself. You're creating more suffering for yourself. Last quote I'm going to read on page 12, Manson said, To not give a fuck is to stare down life's most terrifying and difficult challenges and still take action. And I loved this quote because I say something kind of similar in my classes a lot. I like to tell everybody, I like to remind them that failure is not fatal just as success is not final. It is the courage to continue that counts. It's the courage to keep showing up and to keep going. That's what counts. That's what makes you stronger. That's that's what matters. It's not how perfect the, you know, it's not how perfect you are. It's not how well you did something. It's, no, it's the fact that you showed up and you did something for yourself and that is enough. It's the fact that you didn't want to and you didn't think you could, but you did it anyways. That's where you get stronger and that is in this book what he means when he says to not give a fuck so I want to read that quote one more time on page 12 Manson said to not give a fuck is to stare down life's most terrifying experiences oh wait no my bad oh my goodness I'm butchering these quotes my bad one more time page 12 Manson said to not give a fuck is to stare down life's most terrifying and difficult challenges and still take action Not everything is going to be easy. I just was saying this, but I want to say it again. Not everything's going to be easy because if everything was easy, everybody would do it, right? It wouldn't be so special. It wouldn't be so desirable. So it's really, at the end of the day, what are you willing to struggle for? What are you willing to suffer for? What do you, what situation that is terrifying and difficult, what challenge are you willing to face? Because you're going to have to face a challenge. It's just a matter of which one. And if you have the ability to choose your challenge, to choose your suffering, then you better choose wisely. We are only here. We're only here on this planet for so long. We can only give so many fucks. Okay. So don't worry about what's not worth worrying over. So, the end of this chapter, kind of, he gives, like, steps, I guess, on how to not give a fuck. Um, So, I'll kind of summarize in uh, this last bit of the episode. But, basically, he says to not give a fuck. It doesn't mean to be indifferent. It means being comfortable with being different. Okay? So, it doesn't mean being indifferent. It means to be comfortable being different. So this next part, for me, this was kind of, I, I need to remind myself this sometimes because it's easier said than done. It's easier to think you can accept it than to really accept it. But you can't be admirable to some people without being a joke to others, okay? You can't be respected by some and then be disrespected without being disrespected by others, okay? Like, you just can't have it all. There's gonna be both sides. Some Not everybody's gonna like you. In fact, some people are probably gonna hate you. And that sucks. But guess what? It's their loss, and the people that are gonna love you are gonna have such a strong love that it doesn't even matter, that it cancels out that hate. So, you... Must we're, like I said earlier, you ha- we all we're only here for so long, right? and we have to give a fuck about something, right? So we must be able to give a fuck about something more important than adversity. find meaning in your fucks, okay? if you're giving a fuck about something dumb, you're gonna i mean that's that's on you. Whether you realize it or not, you're always choosing what to care about, right? You're always choosing what to give a fuck about. So when we think it's not okay to not be okay, we blame ourselves. But you have that power to change that. Because the only way to overcome pain is to first learn how to bear it. So with that being said, I want to leave you guys with that. I do want to repeat that last sentence, though, because I I don't know. That's that's really powerful for me. Uh, So the only way to overcome pain is to first learn how to bear it. All right. I want you to sit with that. I want you to sit here wherever you're sitting, even if it's in your car, even if you're on the highway right now, hit the brakes and just sit there. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Please be safe. But I want you to sit wherever you are, and I want you to just kind of think about everything I've said, and I want you to just reflect and try to, you know, apply it into your own life and, you know, where you are right now and what you need. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. I I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it made sense. Again, this is all credited towards The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, and This is part one of many parts to this series. This was just the first chapter, and I do really want to talk about most of them individually. So bear with me. We're going to get through this book together. Um, It's a really good book if you do want to go pick it up and read it yourself. Um, I highly recommend it. But without further ado, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Every listen means a lot. Every listen helps me a lot. Make sure you share this with a friend who you think could benefit from this. Make sure to follow this podcast and rate it five stars. You can follow me on Instagram and message me on there. Any comments, questions, concerns. I love constructive criticism. I love feedback. So let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know any questions you might have or any topic ideas that you want to hear about. My Instagram is chloe.vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in Violet, E-T-T-E-R. And I will see you all next Friday for another episode. I hope you all have a beautiful day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you, guys.